Hey everyone, welcome to Let's Talk About It. So today I wanted to speak about something that's very important that I feel like we do not really speak about that often, especially in the Black community, and that is mental health. I feel like mental health is very important and everyone should, you know, make sure that their mental health is good. Um, I feel like a lot of times in the Black community, we kind of mask certain things, especially if we're not, you know, our best. Um, We put on a smile and we keep it going. And I feel like that's how a lot of people were, you know, brought up, especially in the Black community. Um, There was a study based on the National Alliance of Mental Health, that within the Black community, 63% of people believe that a mental health condition is a sign of weakness. And they just, you know, set everything aside. For me, I feel as though, especially with our Black men, um, they were raised, some men were raised to, you know, not show weakness. Or to not be vulnerable or share your feelings or anything like that because that was a form of weakness. And that happens with some women too. Some women were, you know, raised that same way. And I feel like, you know, growing up, you should especially take care of your mental because if you're not good, then how can you be good for someone else? So, Some mental health conditions or examples of mental health can include anxiety. It can include depression, eating disorders, addictive behaviors. And a lot of times we see the signs, but we just think, oh, it's nothing. Like, I'm just having a bad day. But if you're having bad day after bad day after bad day, it's time to get help. So mental health can definitely affect your emotions, your thoughts, your behaviors. Some symptoms can include feeling sad. You're feeling, you know, anxious about something. You're having excessive fears or worries. Um, You're always tired, low energy, having problems sleeping. You are not able to cope with reality. You're having a detachment about certain things. Um, Those are just some signs of mental health. And I feel like for me, um, I went through a point in time where I had a somewhat form of depression and anxiety And I'm not afraid to share that. I'm not afraid to say that out loud because I feel like me sharing my story can help someone else. And whatever way that I can help someone else, I definitely want to do that. So for me, I feel like my my form of depression somewhat started in college. Um, I had a lot going on with me, you know, finding out I was pregnant, um, 
you know, my mom, we had just found out that her cancer had came back, um, dealing with personal things within my relationship at that time. I'm, you know, still in school. I'm working, getting ready to bring a child into the world. I was really, like, lost. Um, I was really to myself because not only that, I was also on bed rest as well. So I wasn't really engaging with a lot of people like that. Um, And I think that I went into this depressive state. And I really only shared this with like a few of my friends and family. So this is kind of like the first time that I'm really speaking about this. But I really went into kind of a depressive state. And I masked it with, oh, I'm good. Like, I'm okay. I masked it with a smile. Like, I'm strong. You know, I can't show a weak side. I can't show that something is bothering me. But when I'm by myself, like, I would literally, you know, just have moments where I'm thinking about stuff or overanalyzing things. And I just break out crying. Like, and I didn't want to, you know eat or anything like that like I didn't want to deal with people I just wanted to be by myself like I'm in my room in a dark place just no one bothered me but when I look back at it a lot of you probably couldn't even tell because I just put this mask on that everything was okay and I don't want anyone to you know, worry about me. I got it. I'll be okay. I'll jump out of this. And it did take a while for me to get out of my depression. Um, I was able to, the thing that really helped me was I ended up journaling. Journaling really helped me. I was able to write down all of my, you know, feelings, how I felt about everything. Um, I was able to just put all of my thoughts and feelings on paper. And also me talking about it. Like, I think the first person that I actually spoke to was my mom. And my mom, she's, if anybody know her, she's definitely a praying woman. Um... And she, you know, told me, like, you know, give it to God. She didn't make me feel like something was wrong with me or anything like that. Because I literally, like, just called my mom one day and just broke down crying. Like, she thought I was going into labor because I'm all in Tallahassee. She's in Orlando. And she was like, Maya, are you okay? Like, what's wrong? This and that. And I just finally told her. So... Between prayer and, you know, speaking to my mom and writing down everything, that really helped me out. Um, Another thing with my anxiety, I feel like I didn't really have anxiety until the passing of my mom. Um, I don't want to say I went back into my depression because at this time this was years later and I felt like I knew how to cope with it um and also to counseling I I did you know counseling um my job had a 
a free counseling session and things like that that I was able to do that really helped me cope. But when it came to the death of my mom, um, I did have, you know, some anxiety. Um, my, you know, blood pressure and stuff like that was literally through the roof. Like, it was definitely a lot going on. Um, but I feel like I did handle that very well. I refused to let myself go back into that depressive state because I had to realize, too, I have a daughter here now that's relying on me. And if I go back into this depressive state or if I, you know, have my mood swings and stuff like that, I'm not good for her. And sometimes I'm not going to lie. I did find myself um, sometimes not wanting to be bothered or wanting to have my alone time. Or sometimes I may overly lash out of certain things like she's leaving her toys and stuff over the house. I may, you know, overly do it, but then I have to take a step back and, you know, apologize to her. And I'm like, look, I'm sorry. Like, you know, mommy, sorry. I didn't mean to do that. And when I start noticing I was doing little things like that, I'm like, okay, Maya, you're not going to let this affect you. We're not going to go back to this place. So, Definitely speaking to some of my friends and prayer and journaling, um, counseling. A lot of people feel like, oh, counseling doesn't work or why am I going to a counselor and speaking to them about, you know, my problems or anything like that. We have to get that stigma like out of our mindset. Um, that's not a form of weakness. That's not a form of anything. But to me, I feel like it's a form of strength. Counseling can help you in a lot of ways because it can allow you to see things in a different light that you may not have realized before. And for me, it definitely helped. It definitely worked. Um, and I feel like if you are going through certain things and you feel like, why do I isolate myself? Why do I feel like I'm just down all the time or I just don't feel like myself? Seek counseling or seek some type of help. Talk to someone about it. Like, don't just hold all your feelings in because that will eventually build up. And if you build up all of that tension, you're just going to explode one day. And that's not good for your mental. And especially if you have kids, you want to be able to teach your kids that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to express your feelings. Like, I never want my daughter to feel like she cannot speak to me about how she feels, even if I don't agree with certain things. But at the end of the day, I want her to be able to come to me to express how she feels. Even with family and friends, I want them to be able to come to me and feel like they can share how they feel and that they're in a safe place. Because being in a depressive state or a mental health state is not good. Like, I was reading an article maybe a few months ago where 
a single mom. She was so overwhelmed. She was so stressed out. She was so depressed that she ended up committing suicide. And we're seeing that a lot more often where a lot of people are committing suicide because they're in a mental health state and they don't have anyone to speak to or they feel like they don't have a safe space to speak about their mental and we don't want to get to that place like we don't want to get to the place where it's like okay I can't handle this anymore so I don't want to be here like I would never want anyone to feel like that and we have to especially in the black community we have to learn to stop judging people based on their decisions in life because we don't know how that can affect someone. We have to make sure that we're a listening ear and we give our advice. It's okay to give your opinion on certain things, but you also have to be able to empathize with people because you don't know what they're going through. So we definitely want to make sure that we're empathetic to people. We want to make sure that we're seeing signs. If you have friends or family and sometimes you're like, hey, you know, I haven't talked to this person in a while or they're not feeling like themselves, reach out to them, text them, call them. Hey, I'm just making sure you're okay. Are you good? Like, you know, just checking up on them because sometimes that can make someone's day. I have friends that I speak to every day. I have some friends where I may speak to every couple of weeks or so. I have friends that I may speak to every couple of months. But I try to make it my duty to reach out to my friends and just say, hey, just checking up on you, making sure you're okay. And I feel like we have to start doing that. We have to, you know, look for the signs like before it's too late. And I definitely want everyone to make sure that their mental is good. And that's why I spoke about in the last episode to have self-care. Because if you do not take time out for yourself, how can you be good for someone else? And I had to learn for myself also that I can't get so wrapped up in work or being the best at everything, or I can't put myself down because I haven't achieved this goal or I'm not this far in life. That was one thing that I realized. I kind of had mapped out my life because of, you know, how I grew up and stuff. Like, all right, I should be having kids at this time. I should be married at this time. I should have had this degree or did this or did that. But it doesn't always work out that way. And it's okay. It's okay if you're 30, 35 years old and you're not married. It's okay if you're in your 30s or whatever and don't have kids right now. Or if you are not at the job that you want to be at right now. It's okay. As long as you're taking steps to achieve those goals, it will happen in due time. Just because someone else is already at that stage in their life, it's okay. 
God created us all to have different paths in life. And everyone's path is not going to align. Everyone is not going to walk that same path. Sometimes the path that we think that we're supposed to be on is not the path that God designed us to be. And we have to be okay with that. And I think that a lot of my anxiety came from that. And it came from me wanting to also not disappoint my family, not disappoint my parents. I felt like because I went on a different path, I felt like, okay, I'm disappointing my parents or they're not proud of me. And I had to realize, Maya, it's okay. It's okay not to, you know, be at point A and, you know, achieve point B. It's all right. And we have to get that mindset that it's okay to not be at a certain place in life. But as long as you're taking steps to get there, that's all that matters. Because sometimes we can take two steps forward and three steps back. But you cannot let that discourage you. And you cannot let that get to you. Because if you're always stressed out and if you're always feeling like I'm not good enough or this is not what I wanted in life, you're not going to get anywhere. I feel like today I may not be where I want to be right now, but I'm a lot further than where I was years ago. And I'm proud of myself for that. I'm proud of myself for the things that I've accomplished at my age. I'm only 27 and I have a career. I have, you know, I paid my car off last year. That was a big goal for me. Like, you know, I have things that I'm wanting to do in life and I have things that I've accomplished and depression and anxiety was one of those. And I'm proud of myself because for me to have gone through that, I feel like it made me a better person. And I say all of that to say, please, please, please make sure that you all are in tune with your mental health. And if you need someone to talk to, reach out to someone, whether it's you know, a close family member that you trust, a friend that you trust, your pastor, a counselor, anything. Make sure that you get the help you need and not let everything build up. Because when things build up, eventually you're going to explode and you don't want it to get that far. You want to recognize the signs, recognize the symptoms and get help. And especially in our black community, we have to be more comfortable with speaking about this, especially to our youth, because they're our future. And we want to make sure that we're all in a good place so that way we can be better for the next person. So I definitely hope that you all enjoyed this. Um, Also, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, so, you know, definitely look into, you know, different resources, anything like that, that can help. But I wanted to speak on this subject, um, because I feel like it's important and I feel like we do not speak on it enough within our community. Um, so I hope that you all enjoy 
this segment of Let's Talk About It. And please share with anyone, everyone, and stay tuned for the next episode. And you all have a very, very great and blessed day.